0: safe to those that have not read the story, that I may prompt them. And of such as have, I humbly pray them to admit the excuse of time, of numbers, and due course of things which cannot in their huge and proper life be here presented. Now we bear the king toward Calais. Grant him there, there seen, heave him away upon your winged thoughts athwart the sea. Behold, the English beach pales in the flood with men, wives, and boys, whose shouts and claps outvoice the deep-mouthed sea, which, like a mighty whiffler for the king, seems to prepare his way. So let him land, and solemnly see him set on to London. So swift a pace hath thought, that even now you may imagine him upon Blackheath, where that his lords desire him to have borne his bruised helmet and his bended sword before him through the city. He forbids it, being free from vainness and self-glorious pride, giving full trophy signal and ostent quite from himself to God. But now behold in the quick forge and working house of thought, how London doth pour out her citizens the mayor and all his brethren in best sort, like to the senators of the antique Rome with the plebeians swarming at their heels, go forth and fetch their conquering Caesar in. As by a lower but by loving likelihood were now the general of our gracious empress as in good time he may, from Ireland coming, bringing rebellion broached with his sword, how many would the peaceful city quit to welcome him? Much more, and much more cause did they this Harry. Now in London place him, as yet the lamentation of the French invites the King of England stay at home. The Emperor's coming in behalf of France to order peace between them and omit all the occurrence whatever chanced till Harry's back return again to France. There must we bring him and myself have played the interim by remembering you tis past. Then brook abridgment and your eyes advance after your thoughts straight back again to France.